I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to Face to Face. This is a show about change and about what's next. It's a show that wants to ask questions, peel back the layers of our average everyday experience, and go beyond scratching the surface. We interview amazing people with incredible ideas and stories who have done wild, weird, and wonderful things. Remember that imagination shared create collaboration, and collaboration creates community, and community inspires social change. I'm David Peck, and this is Face to Face. So you're going to love this next interview. It's with the uh, director of digital operations from a company called Advocate Printing. They believe in uh, responsibility over transaction. They are deeply embedded in their community in the East Coast in Canada. They're a company of about 500 people, uh, printing company doing all kinds of really wonderful things. And I think you're going to find Jason to be really, he's, he's interesting, he's deeply relational, he's very compelling and has a real passion not only for the industry, but for his company and for the wonderful things they're doing uh, as, as a corporation. They really do believe in an ecology of commerce without a doubt. So do uh, uh, listen in and you'll, there's lots to learn here. And I think you will be um, spending a little bit of time on their website in the very near future. Don't forget to uh, check out uh, davidpecklive.com. Uh, look for my latest blogs on taking it global and don't forget real change is uh, still available from amazon.ca well welcome to another edition of face to face we've got a special guest here today with us uh, a guy by the name of jason hamilton i believe he's on the east coast uh, area code 902 thanks for joining us today jason that's uh, my pleasure, David. Thank you. So you are the director of digital operations at a company called Advocate um, Printing and Publishing. Advocate Printing and Publishing. Um, yep. Interesting name. Yes. Interesting name for a company that's into printing and publishing. Like, do you guys just work for the UN or, you know, well, you, 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 know, know, you work for the World Bank? I mean, would you just print uh, things for Amnesty International? Tell me, tell me more about the company. Um, well, the company was... Uh, Founded in 1891, uh, it's a, a full-service uh, print facility from uh, flyers and newspapers and magazines down to, you know, your, your menus, your business cards, and, and everything like that. Uh, over the past um, 16 years, I've been involved with the Advocate, uh, both as a supplier and an employee. Um, the goal has been to diversify and to be able to basically offer a full-service opportunity to the end user. So we incorporated uh, digital print, print-on-demand, uh, put a nice signage business into place, 
um, content management, photography, video. So really being able to offer that end-to-end -end solution uh, for our customers and in some cases for other printers who may not have the capital or, you know, um, the where for all to to implement some of these strategies within their business. Did, so, did, did, Jason, did advocates start sort of focusing? You know, you hear a lot today about specialization, and you know, you've got to focus and so on. You got to let your customer know what you do in a matter of thirty seconds or less. Did, yeah. did advocates start out just sort of printing a newspaper and then kind of branched out from there as they grew to a company of five hundred employees? Or yeah, absolutely. Uh, actually, uh, just down from our main facility is the original uh, small. Stonehouse, where the right? advocate the advocate newspaper started. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So and actually, it's so there was an actual there was actually an, a newspaper called the Advocate. Yes, and we actually still print wow, it. It's, that... it's, uh, it's the flagship newspaper. It's the oldest newspaper uh, since 1891. Wow, that's and, pretty neat. Yeah, and the sales office is still out of the original building down in the little town of Picto. Um, and then it just really it started to become. You know, people knocking on the door and saying, you know, I kind of need this. Do you think you'll be able to help me? And then it was just really that listening to the community first. Right. And and to me, uh, the advocate and the people around it is a community-built uh, business. It's met the requirements of uh, the East Coast. So are you guys about world domination from a printing perspective, would you say? It sure looks that way when you kind of, uh, you know, you look at the site. and, and But, yeah, yeah. You're, you're t one of the taglines is we know, love, and understand Atlantic Canadian yeah. business. I, I don't think it's about world domination, but I think it's about market understanding. Um, okay. You know, we, we are an Atlantic-based uh, business, but, you know, we print for people – uh, across Canada and North America, and uh, we even have some relationships with some printers uh, overseas. Okay. Um, it's a, to us, it's about providing a good quality product, uh, a good relationship, and, and just being aware and wanting to work with our customers to improve their business with our product. Do you work with, do you work with the small mom and pop shops too, or are you guys just working with sort of your larger larger clients? No, um, uh, to me, uh, a customer or a client really doesn't have a size or a number. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's. Uh, yeah. I, I think everyone uh, has an offering. Um, there's some small printers that uh, we assist and uh, and try and give them some of our services to help them improve their position. But uh, you know, we we print the million dollar uh, customers and we print the. Jones Flower Shop down the street that needs 500 business cards. You know, so, every everyone's important to us. Everyone's important to you. That's a great. That's a great tagline. Um, yeah. And I think you know it's interesting that you say that. So my next question is going to, I think, kind of, you know, pull us back into the business talk anytime you like. But I'm I'm fascinated by a couple other angles. Those who listen to my podcast face to face will know where I'm going with this. But you know, the name of your paper or your your company is is wonderful advocate mm -hmm. well what it was so presupposes some things and, and and raises some questions for me what what were you guys advocating for in 1891 mm -hmm. that drove you know the founder the president the executive director to say i got to get out there and advocate on behalf of something yeah and i'm gonna i'm gonna start publishing this newspaper i mean that was a really interesting time I mean, well, Mark, Mark Twain was writing back then. We had, yeah. you know, there was some really horrible things going on from a human rights perspective in, in the Congo. You know, the Congo Reform Association grew out of uh, out of England. I mean, it's just it's a, an amazing time. Yeah. And, well, and it, it makes me wonder what was going on down uh, here. Down here. Yeah. Exactly. What, what some people don't know now, 
um, the area that the main plant is in is called uh, uh, Picto County, but the small little town where the building is is called Picto, and it's I think it's a population of 2,600 people. Right. But back then, this is the original Scottish settlement. Okay. So a lot of it was about making people aware um, about what was happening back in the motherland, if you want to call it that, and uh, you know the changes to new Canadians and new opportunities. So it was really a a vessel to spread content and and messages and awareness of things that were happening in this area because you know back then to drive from the Halifax region up to here probably took them a couple days you know so um, where now you get here in an hour and 15 minutes so it was really about the community the awareness uh, and just bringing people together like you know I'm I'm from Ontario and you know I, I've been here for two years but you know you go into the grocery store and if even if they don't know your name but they've seen you two or three times people say hello so it's right, right. it's that real that real bond that uh, everyone has around here and i think really that's what the message was about when when they started the company so many years ago so it was it was just a way of reinforcing that whole notion of community by the sounds of it trying to draw people together a little bit more but also probably providing a maybe a voice or a, an opportunity for people to to speak up about certain things i would imagine as well Oh, absolutely! Yeah, creating and, almost creating a space in a way the the newspaper was doing back in back in the eighteen ninety nineties, which just sounds so crazy to me. Oh yeah, and and <laughs> it's and I I tell people it's like you know Halloween just passed. Well, people bus from township to township just because they all know each other and they all want to share what one's doing with the other, and it's the the community around that, and and everyone focuses on the newspaper. I was uh, we had a booth at. Uh, one of the, uh, uh, I think it was the uh, junior golf championships down in Halifax, mm-hmm. and people who were either from the area uh, that live here currently or who grew up here 50 years ago, they all wanted a copy of the Advocate. So I had to get our plant to ship down like three, four hundred newspapers, wow. even if they were a week old, because people just wanted that com- small community-based. You know, communication, the original communication portal, right? Right, right. Have you right. have you seen, Jason, have you seen any of the early copies, the early editions? Are they, are they in frames up around your office? I, I, we do have quite a few. And, <laughs> I bet you do. And uh, we used to have a restaurant. We called it the Press Room. Okay, very nice, yeah. Right, and, um, and uh, actually the one wall was all original newspapers behind glass. And that was the decor, right? So when you actually went in there, you could go up and look at a newspaper from 1901, or wow. Wow. you know when uh, Wall Street fell. You know what I mean? It was yeah. it was up on yeah. on the board. So be, yeah, be, very be, unique. Be incredible, and, and I would imagine they have an archive too, right? Yes, we do. Yeah. 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 Oh, wow, amazing. So I go to your website. I look at about us. Um, I see a little icon on the bottom of your website: total service with total responsibility. Pretty yep. interesting phrase learn more. I go up to about us and you know there's a lot going on in your website but but what's interesting to me is we got we got the Bruce Murray Foundation, we got a core leadership drop down, we got environmental policy, we got business and community links, community involvement. Yeah. And I'm going, hang on a second here, something else is going on with this company. There's more more going on than meets the eye. Well, you know what it is? We, we don't believe in being transactional. We be, believe in being responsible. Hmm. Uh, if someone's going to trust us to print their product, control how their product's distributed. We have to be 
more accountable than anyone else, and uh, we take great pride in that. And like I said, it's if uh, you know Mrs. Murray, who's uh, our owner's mother, is walking through town. You know, it's a small enough town that you know if something isn't going right, she hears about it. And we need to be responsible. We have to be cognizant that you know we're we're working for a small community in a big way. So. You know, being responsible to our customers is our key and uh, trying to provide the best product uh, that we possibly can. So Bruce Murray, was he the founder? Uh, he wasn't. It's a, it's an interesting story because, of course, he wasn't born in 1891. But right. Bruce, when he was seven, uh, started delivering newspapers for The Advocate. Oh, okay. And, and then started working here. And then he and three friends uh, saved up some money, went to the bank uh, when we were a lot smaller, of course, and... Uh, bought into it, and then um, I think from 1990-96, it was the Murray and the Van Veen family, hmm. and then um, uh, Mr. Van Veen decided that he was going to retire and uh, sold his shares off to Bruce. There's actually still nine Van Veens that work here, wow. uh, as well as quite a few Murrays, but uh, Bruce, Bruce was a patriarch. He really had the vision of, you know, working with brands to help them build, um, Sobeys is a great example. Sobeys had two stores. They were only here. Um, we, they put in a web press so that they could do different things for Sobeys, and it's been a lasting relationship since 61. I, um, I interviewed a guy just recently, Robert Shirky, who's an environmentalist and a guy who's a global, global climate change advocate right. from Toronto. Very mm-hmm. measured guy, a lawyer, and just a great, great interview. Uh, the tagline on his website is "Think globally, act municipally." Yes. And so it's about you know let's the world's a big place, lots going on, but you know what? We kind of came to the conclusion, or at least he did in the interview, that where th- most of what we do gets done from a social change perspective is local, is community based, is community wide. Absolutely. How, how do you how does advocate feel about that? Would you say? Uh, I I would say we're we're dead on that way. It's. Uh, I had a meeting with our, our owner this morning, and he goes, I, I apologize, I have to really cut out. He says, I'm, I'm driving down the Halifax to have a meeting on how we can increase job level for the province of Nova Scotia. Well, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. he he doesn't really have, you know, everyone cares to a certain level, but he could just sit there and I have to worry about my business. Yeah. But he worries as much about the community and the growth of, the province that he was born in, raised in, uh, lives in, and works in, as much as uh, his own personal. Um, yeah, it's great. Hey, so, and those are nice things to see, right? Well, they're ama- they're amazing things to see. And you you know you 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 know Paul Hawken uh, in his book uh, The Ecology of Commerce talks about changing the world, and he's a he's definitely a capitalist. There's no question. But yeah. but he's got a heart for. Um, social change, he's got a heart for the environment, he's got a heart for issues and others, Yeah. in, in a way that I would say your sort of, you know, traditional capitalist would not have. And so uh, so I'm kind of interested by your, your notion uh, earlier, you mentioned everyone cares to a certain level, and I don't, yeah. I don't know if I totally agree with you on that. Can you... Can you well, that everyone yeah. cares? Yeah, like, I mean, I, oh, I, I don't go, think... I think it takes a strong person to care outside of your own box as much as someone like our owner, Sean Murray, does. I think it's, I'll be honest with you, it takes a special person to be that way. And, uh, you know, you couldn't fill a room with a thousand people and probably knock down a hundred that would be on the same level as that. Um, But I think that 
how much caring that he shows yeah. rubs off in a small way. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Even if I, even, and I'll just use myself as an example, and, it, and it's not realistic numbers per se, but even if I cared 5% of his 100%, that's 5% that I think others, you know, should should strive for. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, I totally know what you mean. And you know, almost, like, almost like increment, again, this is one of, one of my messages to communicate to students and to people is that, you know, little things make a big difference incrementally. Oh, absolutely. Right? A- absolutely. And uh, there was a, an example when I first started here a couple of years ago as an employee. Uh, I think everyone knows what We Day is. Yes, of course. Um, yep. So up here, you know, the community's smaller, you know, and not everyone is on the same pay scale. So Sean worked with the, the gentleman from We Day, and he put on his own We Day up here. So he sat down with some of uh, the leaders of business up here, um, you know, the Sobies and everything like that, and they came up with their own Wee Day, which was called Strong Song. So they rented out uh, the local arena. Uh, Advocate did all of the print and promotion right. uh, and brought in everyone here, and we had our own version of Wee Day just for this local community. Now, even spending two hours there for myself, was just, you know, it was, I don't know, it, it just changes your outlook on... Well, how can it not, right? Right. You've got, you got to ask the question, if it, doesn't, if it doesn't get you thinking about a few things as you get into your car and drive home, or if it doesn't change you in some way, there's something radically wrong, right? Something wrong with you, yeah. right? And, yeah. and to me, I know others put in 30 hours, others put in four hours, but I firmly believe that that two hours that I did made a difference for mm-hmm. someone else, mm-hmm. but it made a, a big impact on, on me as well, and... You know, the next time that comes around, I'll I'll contribute more, you, and I you you won't second guess your right. commitment to it. Right? Do you think you know you talked about your five percent next to Sean's one hundred percent? Do you think your five percent has always mattered? In other words, I'm not convinced that people think their two hours makes a, makes a difference. I'm not convinced people think that their vote really counts. And when you look at the yeah. Ontario election recently, it was pretty pathetic. Yeah. Our, our turnout, I mean, abysmal, actually. Yeah. Yep. So why is that? Because everybody thinks politicians are liars. I don't think so. I think no. there's more to it than that. And I think part of it is, oh, these are too big, these problems. I can't help, so therefore I'm not even going to bother. And I love what you said, that, you know, my two hours made a difference. Or at least that was the implication to me. My, yeah. You know, my 5% of Sean's 100 is going to change something about this world that I live in. Well, I, I think the, the the thing that happens is Sean doesn't have to acknowledge it in terms of coming up, seeing you down, and just praising you for that two hours. The fact that Sean comes up, drops you a wink, or just shakes your hand and says thank you, right? that means a lot. Or sure that Sean can walk through the facility and go up to the guy who is spending an extra hour, even though he's getting paid, cutting down a job, and it's midnight, him going up and say, hey, Paul, thanks, and giving him a handshake, to me, those are those things are priceless, and I think those are those small little things that make people feel that their little bit of engagement matters. You know, if that makes sense. Like yeah, I, yeah. I just think that kind of feedback, that top-down feedback, yeah, sure. makes people think that they're actually part of something. And yeah, that, which is well, I mean, it sounds like this uh, family or this company really practices what they preach. I mean, this is not yeah. about just greenwashing this isn't nope. just about putting stuff on our website hey yeah we're total we're total responsibility we are no no we really are right and, and this is how we live our lives too and you want to you want to see that come on inside and 
and and and and see those moments where where Sean yeah. connects with somebody at a director level and shakes a hand, and you've got that kind of commiserate. Well, you that's know what? They're building community internally, right? That's it. Yeah. That's it exactly. We we did a calendar last week for one of the food banks, and uh, due to some weather, things were running late. Well, Sunday morning, Sean came in, two of his kids packed up his truck, drove an hour and a half to one of the small cities, and dropped off the calendar. Wow, that's pretty darn impressive. Right? So yeah. well, people remember those things. Or, you know, do. Yeah. we volunteer to to marshal a, a walkathon or do things like that. Or, we, you know, we uh, we sponsored the Pride Parade in Halifax this summer. And, uh, you know, I uh, one of the divisions that I manage is the signage. So we took one of our vans, hmm. we wrapped the van in rainbow, and uh, <laughs> myself and, and one of my other team members, we went down, we, we got some... Rainbow wigs. We, you know, right. packed up the van and fun. we we entered in the thing. And it's just, it's it's about supporting community. It doesn't matter what it is, you know, as long as you know, it's respectable and you know, not getting into anything that uh, is against community awareness and and positive positive message, right? So you so you've heard of the triple bottom line? Yes. Yeah. So it sounds like that's something that's clearly informed advocate for years at all levels. And yes. I find it fascinating. I mean, it sounds like a book should be written about the the structure and the way this company teased itself out. I mean, A, the, the history alone is fascinating. Yeah. But the fact that you guys have been operating in, in, in a triple bottom line kind of way for many, many years, you know, the, mm-hmm. the liberals now are talking about people, planet, and prosperity, not just people, planet, and profit. And I think prosperity is a nicer way to put it. I think it's richer. Yep. I think it's more comprehensive. Um, how do you think why do you think that been such a part of you know uh, the, the the structure the DNA of, of advocate for so many years? Uh, the the strongest point of any business is the people, right? Yeah. And um, I, you know, it sounds so corny on one level, but it, 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 it does, right? It's but, so true, right? Coming from you know, as they say down here, coming the Upper Canadian coming down into the you know the family oriented East Coast style of living. Uh, I'll, I'll be honest with you, and as like you said, as corny as it sounds, it's the people. It, yeah. it it really is the people. It's it down here, especially at the Advocate. It's the the strongest intellectual property that we have are the people. Right. Um, you know, a press is a press, piece of software is a so- is a piece of software. But the people that, whether they're on the magazine side, from the Metro Guide side, whether they're from the any one of the twelve newspapers, whether it's from my commerce team, whatever it is, it, it's just the pride and it's the people. You know do, what I mean? Do, do you think this kind of model scalable, um, Jason? I mean, so, you know, Pictou County, 2,500 people, 100-year-old history, could, or 120-year-old history. Yep. Could this have happened in New York or Toronto or, or, or Dallas, Texas? I, I think there are other printers that are like this. I think it's um, the only thing that makes it unique is really the, the, the geography and the demographics because mm-hmm. – there isn't like in Ontario, you know. There's what, six hundred fifty thousand printers. Do you know what I mean? It's right, right. you become one of many, one and, of many and there's yeah. many that do a lot of great things. Like, you know, Jay Mandarino um, does a lot of great things for underprivileged kids with his skate park and everything like that. Like, right, right. Those, those are great things that Jay Mandarino does, and Sean does great things here, and there, and there's many other printers that do great things, Hemlock and so forth. Uh, I think the the thing that helps here is it's it's a smaller population whether from Halifax all the way up to Newfoundland it's a smaller population 
uh, and it is community driven. Yeah, um, sure it is. Yeah. You know, on the on the board, I sit in, in in Toronto. We talk about you know flyers and people receiving flyers in the mailbox and all this and that. If if you went to some of the rural communities here and said, by the way, you are no longer getting a flyer, you're getting a PDF email to you, it would be anarchy, right? <laughs> it's just it's a total totally different perspective where. People sit and wait for that bundle of players to come, yeah. and and it's that same sort of thing. They wait for that, you know, the 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 parade. They wait for the bake sales. They wait for the specific concerts. Yeah, they uh, wait for. It's just a, it's good. it's just the geographical and demographic. Well, do you know what I think? Actually, uh, the fact that we've we've lost that to some degree, or at least parts of our culture have, I think it's a bit tragic. At the risk of sounding uh, a little old fartish and uh, yeah. I think, you know, I mean, I've I've been introduced to the garage sale by my wife, Elizabeth, and her mother about 10 years ago. And there's yep. something kind of fun and community-oriented about it that I turned my nose up at for years. And I just thought, yep. oh, people sell junk at garage sales. Well, the truth is they don't. There's lots of good stuff at garage sales. Absolutely. And you get good deals, and you find stuff that you, holy smokes, I forgot about this. This will be yep. great. I'm going to get one of these for my kids, you know. Uh, but I think there's something about it relationally, and I think you're talking about the difference between the flyer versus the PDF, the bake yeah. sales, etc. There's something very, you used the word before, you know, it's not trans, it's not transactional, you know, there's a, there's a relational component that clearly yeah. small communities seem to have access to, but clearly also advocate has trans, you know, ha, has been able to hmm, um, translate that into the corporate kind of an environment, which I find fascinating, actually. And we do that within the product that we offer. Like, we, we do understand that there, there's a part of society that still wants that tangible, you know, printed piece. We sure. also understand yeah. that there's that area that solely wants it through social or a digital experience and an e-flyer, an e-paper, everything like that. And then there's others, like we did one of our magazines, uh, East Coast Living, last month, where we integrated augmented reality into the printed piece. So there was a segment of our audience that wanted to look at the printed page and then go to a YouTube video or go to a web link and everything like that. But there was enough feedback that said, I don't want you to take away the printed material. So I want the coolness, but I still want to be able to put the magazine in my briefcase or right. in my purse right. or on my coffee table. So we're aware of those changes, and uh, we believe in bringing those to I call them cultures, to be honest with you. Yeah, it's, sure. It's, be sure. it's beyond technology. It's beyond a platform. It's really two cultures coming together and, and having a strong, uh, strong relationship. How come on your site, I, I was on your um, community site, I see all these organizations you're involved with, you know, um, the, the, the Feed Nova Scotia, Family SOS, United Way, Johnny Miles, yeah. I mean, so many different organizations that you guys are connected to in one way or another, helping out, coming alongside, however you want to say it. And yet, you know, I don't see anywhere on your website, and I haven't gone that deep yet, but the, the phrase corporate social responsibility, I don't see that. And that's yep. not, a, not a criticism. In nope. some respects, I actually think it's a strength. Tell, tell me more about that. Was that a conscious decision? Uh, it, was a, it was a conscious decision, but it's a decision that, you know, we review sort of quarterly. Okay. Um, we're actually going through the process. One of my uh, team members is... Uh, actually working on the site right now, so she's restructuring what the message looks like. Oh, okay. Very much the same content in terms of this is who we are and this is what we believe in, but uh, in some of it, it will sort of speak to what our corporate responsibility is. 
uh, to the not just the employees, but to the business of Nova Scotia and the business of Newfoundland and and so forth. So, uh, in some ways, it's changing, and in other ways, it's you know, it's it's really about concentrating on us and our neighborhood. So. I just wondered if there was almost uh, not a cynical edge to that, but uh, uh, um, you know, you guys have have noticed that there's there almost seems to be a trend away from CSR in a way. Yeah. Uh, in the sense of, you know, you guys have always been relational. I think people are starting to get a sense of, hang on, you can't just be transactional about this. You can't just, this isn't about greenwashing. This isn't just about branding and messaging. We actually, right. got, we actually, holy smokes, we got to mean what we say here. Well, and, and I say to people, why is someone from Vancouver willing to get print from us when uh. they could get print from someone down the street. Interesting. Okay. It, it's Do not, tell. tell me more about that. Well, it, to me, it's not the technology. It's it's the people. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. it's the process. Uh, we, we actually have one customer that we print a specific project for, and I apologize. I can't say their name, but yeah, fine. they actually have their own print facility. Wow. Okay? But the fact that we, we take their project on, uh, there's a personal twist to it. Uh, I, even, in fact... We use a print partner in Ontario to do it. I fly to Ontario to do the press approval on request of the owner of that company, and they're a multi-million dollar company. And it, the reason is they know we're going to be there, they know we're going to care, uh, and they don't care that they have to ship it across the country to get it. They just know that we're dedicated to the process, sure, sure. and we're not just worried about when we're getting paid. So do you think, I mean, it sounds like you've already answered my question, but do you think some people or some of your clients are actually working with you? Okay, so you got this wonderful relational side, but the, va- the value out of you also giving back into your community in such a huge way, the fact that Sean's out delivering things with his son, do you think that's brought you business? Oh, I, I absolutely believe so, especially within this province, because, you know, word of mouth in, in a province like right. Nova Scotia right. and the province of New Brunswick is, is everything. Uh, you know, you're talking about 300,000 to a half a million compared to 5 million with Toronto, GTA, and everything like that. So, sure. you know, the word of mouth and, um, you know, being um, socially responsible uh, to your environment is, is a big thing here. You know, it's it's a very big thing. How does, you know, I'm kind of interested to to know from your perspective how things are operate internally. Obviously, this guy and others within the the community of uh, advocate are living out what they what they believe in, in, in from a from a community perspective, from a relational yeah. perspective. You know, do you guys have like do you do you guys do jumping jacks together in the morning? You know, <laughs> uh, do y'all meet do y'all meet in the cafeteria and and. Well. You know, do you have like uh, annual chess gatherings? I mean, what, what, how, how are you maintaining that kind of a environment? Um, well, I think you know the, the the management structure. You know, the the website. You know, they have sort of like the the corporate governance. But you know, really, it's um, you know a, a couple of VPs and a couple of directors that report into the owner, um, and we communicate. And whether it's a phone call, whether it's an email, whether it's a Skype, whatever it is. Uh, we communicate very openly, you know, and we're not, we're not a bunch of yes men. We all have our own ideas. I think we're responsible in the fact that we can sit around a table and work multiple ideas into one strong strategy um, because not one person's idea is uh, foolproof. And I think because we believe in what we do, it's a passion. Uh, you know, yeah, like yeah, I said sure. to you earlier, I've been doing this since I was 16 years old, and, and I started really in the – 
you know, the traditional space. Uh, my, my first job was contacting film and, you know, doing touch-up and, and small stripping on light tables wow. at 16 years of age. And, uh, you know, you, you, when you do those things, you, you have a strong respect for the environment that you're in. And to me, this is still an art form. As digital as it's becoming, it's still an art form and it's still a passion. And when the four of us sit in a room, um, it, it's there's a passion behind it. And, uh, you know, Sean has a lot of, lot of interests, um, you know, community and working with the the, gov- the local and provincial sure, governments. Sure. Uh, you know, we, we have the magazines. We, you know, Sean's got a couple software companies and everything like that. It's, it, but in the end, it comes down to the passion that, that we have for this. When I see one of our magazines on a newsstand, like I take pride in that. Yeah, and that, I think, sure. and, and I'm a very digital guy, but I'll tell you right now, at least, once or twice a day, I will go and stand next to one of our three web presses and just watch the job run. Do you know what? I, I worked at a quick copy uh, yeah. many, many years ago. I did graphic arts uh, as a teenager in high school at Thistletown Collegiate in Toronto. Mm-hmm. And I loved, I mean, I, 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 was, I was hours away from taking a printing apprenticeship. I became an electrician instead. And I loved the sound. I loved the, the, the what appear what 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 little I knew of the process of printing, how it went from kind of idea to ink on the press, and I loved watching press men and women putting the ink on. I loved oh, the textures and the you know what the smell, the smell yeah. of ink is got. I don't know. There's something there for me. Well, my dad has a picture of me when I was seven years old sitting in the company they worked for. They used to make ink and graphics, and I was sitting in the ink lab sitting there with a white coat on too big for me, just watching and learning and smelling the ink. So it's, Isn't that interesting? It's, yeah, it's, it's just something that I've always loved, and Sean loves it. You know, unfortunately, Bruce passed away too soon. Yeah. Sean was, I think, 34 years old and took the bull by the horn wow. And, wow. and grew the company and, and commend himself to it. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, if, if you ever get the opportunity to meet Sean, you know, he's very intellectual, has a lot of great ideas. He's very much an entrepreneur. And, Sounds like it. And yeah, uh, yeah. I, I give him, I give him the utmost respect because you know I, I, I'm sure Sean could have done anything he wanted in the world, um, just the way that he is. But he chose to, you know, follow in his dad's footsteps yeah, and, sure. and make his dad proud and his mom proud. And, and I respect that fully. Sounds, so. sounds like he's done an incredible job. Yeah. Listen, one last question before we Absolutely. wrap up. Um, what, where are the opportunities? In, in the printing industry, what what's going to change in the next few years? Clearly, things are going to lean more towards digital, but yep. you know, there's always going to be old farts like us who, who <laughs> still like the printed page. I love books. I'm an academic. I I got book. My my desk is covered in books. My yeah. I, I, sure, I get digital. I get Twitter. I do get it. But please let me let me mark up my book. You yeah. know, I like to write on the pages. I like to go to the index and media. There's something about it being tangible. Anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I'm with you on that. Listen, I, I tell people, I say, you know, print runs, print production is is always going to slow down. It's it's an inevitable fact, right? It's paper consumption is going down, this, that, and everything. I think print is going to get better, though. Huh. I think that people are concentrating more on what they're printing. Um, do you mean? You know, do you I, mean, I was in England the, a couple of years ago and talking to a print provider, and he said that he's actually spending more on print now huh. than he did five years ago, but he's spending it to make it better. And I think as long as we drive 
strong education around print, and that's why like, uh, I, I sit on boards and, and I love talking about the direction that both digital and print can work together. I think if we're, we're strong in our message and strong in our beliefs, the two are going to work together for a long time to come. And right. I'm the same as you. I love my iPad, but I love picking up a magazine. I love picking up a newspaper. Um, and uh, I think the opportunity is just working in a strong, sustainable environment. Mm -hmm. And if we can make our customers sustainable by providing them quality products and full service, so going in and saying, I can print this for you, I can do photography for you, I can do commerce, I right. can do right. fine. And I think the more that printers um, uh, evolve in terms of their offerings, and there, there's a lot of good printers across Canada that are doing so, you know, Cobra out of uh, Kitchener, uh, Hemlock, uh, CJ's, ourselves. There's a lot of printers that are looking to provide more uh, to the customer base, and uh, I think it's going to be fun and exciting. I, I would never tell someone not to get into print. Interesting. So it's right? not. It's definitely not a dying business, as far as you're concerned. You know what? It, it's to me, it's it's changing and it's right. evolving. Right. Uh, I posted on my my personal Twitter and my and my business Twitter. You know, I, I'll do it maybe once a month or once every two months. Print is not dead. <laughs> and I even have a T-shirt in the back of my office that I hang on the wall, and it says "Born to Print." And uh, I, I don't care if it's signage. I don't care if it's labels. I love packaging. Um, it, it's it's all it's all it's all a beautiful thing to me. Very neat. I love uh, I love what you said early on, almost right out of the gate on our interview. How uh, you felt advocate was based on this notion of listening to the community. Absolutely. And I don't know. I think there's a huge opportunity there for development workers for corporate America, big oil and pharma, for community-based organizations. We, we, we got to listen a little more. Uh, I tell people it's, it's the most difficult thing to do, but if you can ever capture the, uh, you know, the, the process or, or, you know, just get really good at it, the world is, it's gonna uh, be, and, or, you know, it's, it's going to be a better open. place, I think, isn't it? Oh, it's just, it's going to have it, to be. It's the greatest thing, right? Just, yeah, yeah. And I tell the salespeople, I said, just go and listen. Listen to everybody, and uh, everyone will do well. Well, thanks, Jason, uh, for joining us today. I really appreciate it. I really do. I uh, can't believe we've, we've spent about 35 minutes on the phone talking about uh, business and social change and, and uh, the yeah. world being a better place. I really appreciate it. Not a problem. My pleasure. Thank so you for your time, David. Jason Hamilton today from Advocate uh, Printing, uh, check them out, advocateprinting.com. Really interesting uh, business in Atlantic, Eastern Canada, doing some amazing things in the community and amazing things uh, from a printing perspective. Uh, and lots of lessons there to learn, I think. So once again, Jason, thanks for joining us today. My pleasure, David. Thank you.